0: The only local all news morning show in Tulsa. 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 This is the
1: KRMG Morning News with Dan Potter on 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's news and talk. I'm proud to announce today the next chief of the Tulsa Police Department, Wendell Franklin. And
0: I'm proud to announce that Wendell Franklin is our guest on the KRMG Morning News. Good morning, Major Franklin. Good morning. How are you? We're great. I was thrilled when uh, Rick told me you guys were texting last night and that you are a regular KRMG Morning News listener.
1: I am. I listen to you guys every morning on my way to work. So Aww.
0: apparently everything else is broken in your car, right? <laughs> <laughs> the button is well, stuck there. I got there. the
1: police radio going too, but I keep it turned down and listen to KRMG. I'd love to hear <laughs> what you guys have to say. I know the police
0: radio can be more entertaining.
1: It really can. <laughs> <I> can. <laughs>
0: You're still major, right, until you take over as chief, which will be what, Monday?
1: Yes, I'm still a major until February the 1st. Uh, That's when that transition should take place.
0: Okay. When did you find out?
1: I found out, well, I can't even keep my days together. Tuesday afternoon, I was in shock. I didn't know what to do at that point. I I know that we had a very competitive process. I know that, uh, that there were Uh, three other applicants that had just as as uh, as good as qualifications as I did and I know it was a tough decision for the mayor.
0: The mayor says he chose you because you've had experience in all of the city's divisions you have a lot of experience in North Tulsa you were the commander of the Gilcrease division for almost four years you have a clear vision for the TPD is another thing the mayor said can you give us the elevator version of that vision?
1: Yeah, sure. We operate currently in a very antiquated system. We have a records management system that was uh, uh, conceived in 1968, I believe. And, and over the years, it's been modified and changed, but it does not meet the needs of our department today. So uh, we are set to, uh, to launch a new system in 2021. And that system is going to be a game changer for our, our department because it will allow us to be more real time in how we, uh, look at our, our crime. Uh, so reported crime currently is, is done. Uh, we have about a week to 10 day delay in being able to see where that crime happens at. Uh, this will be real time. This will allow us to see things real time. And, And once we improve upon that and improve upon a new mobile CAD system, uh, it's going to be a game changer for our agency and allow us to actually use data to drive our decision making and how we deploy our officers. We don't do that currently. When you
0: applied for this job, you obviously thought there was something you were bringing to the table, Major, that was different or better than someone else. So when you talked to the mayor and and the folks involved, what did you put forward as your biggest asset?
1: I just know how to collaborate with people you know i I think the the hardest thing to do and and the reason things fail is because we don 't effectively communicate and and I just think that that is the the foundation of of any type of success to communicate to your team to take those personalities and put them in the right places and all work towards a, a common goal.
0: We have heard from detractors to this move from from both sides um, we 've heard from Community advocates in North Tulsa saying, well, the, the mayor should have really had a nationwide search for this position. They're, they seem to be cautiously optimistic, I guess, is a good way to to uh, characterize their response. Uh, we've heard from others who say we, when they looked at the four finalists, three of them were white and one of them were, was black, that they knew that the black candidate would be chosen. So you've gotten detractors on, on both sides here and, and maybe some communication t- to do with, with the citizenry.
1: Yes, I uh, and and that weighed heavily on me. It it has been uh, one of the things I think that that uh, that has caused me to have the biggest fear, the biggest piece of apprehension towards even applying, is that that race is still an issue. I don't get that. I and I told this to the mayor. I told this to the panel that. I can go anywhere else in in the United States because I've seen it and I can be, I can apply for a job and I can get that job based on my credentials, not based on my race. And I hate the fact that we are still in this, uh, Tulsa is still in this race type issue where we have to continue to to delve upon a person's uh, skin color.
0: Well, you have 2021 coming up and the 100th anniversary of the race massacre. Are there aspects of policing in Tulsa that you would like to see addressed before that 100th anniversary?
1: Yes, uh, I am very familiar with uh, with what occurred. And the interesting thing is that I grew up in the uh, Tulsa public school system and um, I took Oklahoma history in high school. And never, ever was there a mention of the race massacre in any of the things that I was taught. It was not until what I don't know ten years ago that this actually started coming to light. And uh, it's it's Tulsa's hidden past, and and we've got to come to grips with that. Uh, we have to we have to understand that there are lessons to be learned from history. Uh, I'm well aware of what the police department did back then and how they helped precipitate the atrocities that occurred. And we have to be sure that we don't, uh, we don't do those type of things anymore. So I'm a big, uh, big advocate for history. And I think that if we, as a department, uh, if we learn our history better, if our officers are trained better in this Tulsa history, then they too will become more aware of, of just, why, uh, just why there are, is apprehension in certain communities because that, you know, it, that's real, and, and, and we have to address that by, by communicating and, and, and trying to be intentional in how, we, uh, in how we address people.
0: Your background, going all the way back to when you were two years old, there was reason for you to want to be a police officer. Your your mother was killed in a crime, wasn't she?
1: Uh, yes, she was. I, you know, I I wrestled with uh, whether or not to talk about this as I went through this process, but I think in the end it it really brings to the forefront of why I chose what I chose, or I don't even know that I really chose it. It, it was like a, I was directed that direction, and. Um, you know uh you know my family's history is is a is a history with with several uh violent deaths that occurred in it and so i just want people to know that you know there is hope there is opportunity for those that that don't have that same support system uh that that you know 95% of the rest of of, of america has um, that there is opportunity. That still, and 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 you take what's dealt to you, and you just use it as fuel, as a way to move forward. And and that's what I've done uh, over the years. And and again, I I you know I I know that history is is what builds uh, each of us, and in, and in, in, in dwells inside of each of us. So I, I'm just always mindful of that.
0: Major, we've got to go here pretty quickly. and I, I know Rick's already talked to you about this. We've got so much to talk to you about. We want to have you on for an 8 a.m. in-depth hour once you get settled into the job. But I want you to hear this before you go.
1: Congratulations, Major Franklin. We all look forward to seeing you do great things for our city.
0: I just wanted to say congratulations to Major soon-to-be Chief Franklin He's a good man. He'll do a good job. We'll add our congratulations to that, and thank you for joining us, and we'll talk to you real soon, okay?
1: Okay. Thank you so much. 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's News and Talk.